Hello there and good morning and welcome to this number 43 of the WP Builds weekly newsletter which covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 10th of December 2018. It was published on Monday the 17th of December 2018. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England. And a little bit of housekeeping just before we begin. If you go over to the WP Builds website, you'll notice there's a menu at the top. And I'd like to point out a few links, if that's all right. The first one is the subscribe link, which is at wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. And if you go over to that link, you're able to subscribe to us. For example, we've got a newsletter, we have a thriving Facebook group of nearly 1,800 members, and we also have ways of reaching out to you via YouTube and Messenger and a Slack channel. And essentially all we do is each week when we publish some new content, we send you an email or update you on Facebook Messenger or in the Slack group. It's as simple as that. But the, the Facebook group is, is very interesting. If you're into WordPress and want to find out all about WordPress things and ask questions and get answers. The next one would be to go to forward slash advertise. You can do that by going to the menu item uh, at the end called contact and there's an advertise button there. And we're doing adverts on the podcast. We've got pre-roll and post-roll audio adverts, plus we've got some banner ads. And I'm keen to um, see if anybody wants to do that and get, get on board and help you know, help the WP Builds podcast to thrive. So wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. The other ones to mention are forward slash deals, and you can get heaps off loads and loads of products and services related to WordPress. Forward slash webinars. We've got a webinar coming up in January and a couple more in the pipeline as well. So go and check those out. Got one about client portal with uh, Laura Elizabeth. And the last one is forward slash contribute. This is our new section where we're asking you, members of the community, to contribute little sections, 10-minute sections with me on a webinar call, and we'll record it, just about something that you found that you've been able to achieve, something that you're proud of, something that you did, and you think, actually, I don't want to keep this to myself. I think it'd be quite nice if I shared this knowledge with some other people. So that's what that's all about. And that's it. Thank you very much. We'll get on with the WordPress weekly news. And the first item is all about the fact that WordPress 5.0.1 has been released this week. And it was somewhat somewhat speedy, the release of this. It came on the, the heels less than seven days of WordPress 5.0. And if you go to our first link, you'll be linked to the WordFence website. And there's an article entitled WordPress 5.0.1 Security Release Immediate Update Recommended. And on that website, there's a whole bunch of security vulnerabilities, some of them mitigated by the fact that you need to have permission at a certain uh, user role level. But there are a few in here which are certainly very potentially very dangerous. The, the, the bullet points are some of the, the vulnerability details cover sensitive data exposure, PHP object injection, unauthorized post creation, privilege escalation, XSS, um, and XSS that could impact some plugins unauthorized file deletion and so on and so forth. Uh, my advice would be go and update to 5.0.1 if you haven't done because it just makes sense to be up to date with the latest and greatest software that WordPress has to offer. 
Speaking of 5.0.1, it's not going to be around for too long because 5.0.2 is going to be around the corner very, very soon on the 19th of December. Uh, if you go to the show notes and click on the second article, you'll be taken to a WP Tavern article and it's entitled WordPress 5.0.2 brings major performance improvements and it's scheduled for the 19th of December. And essentially, the, the guys have got together and they've decided that there was quite a lot that was, to put it in polite terms, I suppose rushed out for 5.0. And there's a lot of performance enhancements in 5.0.2. And the quote is, the culminated performance gains are around 330% faster for a post with 200 blocks. The idea being that if you've got a post with a large amount of blocks, which I suppose quite a lot of people will do, then this is going to speed up your website considerably. So it's probably worth getting up to date very, very quickly indeed when that comes out. Why not? Same rules apply. Keep yourself updated. No reason not to. Okay, the next article is from iThemes, and iThemes has an article this week entitled How to Convert Existing WordPress Posts to Gutenberg Blocks. I thought this might be of some use because obviously we're now, a lot of us have shifted over to Gutenberg, but it may be that you've got a lot of stray content still working with the, the classic editor and you want to convert those, well, the process is relatively straightforward. You essentially uh, click a few buttons in the Gutenberg editor, and it will convert all of your bits and pieces in your post to, to blocks. So, for example, if you've got a bunch of headings, it will create little heading blocks. And if you've got paragraphs, it will create little paragraph blocks. And lists will be in lists blocks. And, and, and it, apparently it does this job very well. I've not converted anything over, but um, certainly if you are in the need of that and I certainly th would say that this is worth experimenting with at the very least you know maybe try it on one or two posts to see if it works success successfully for you um, then iThemes the website the link is in the show notes will will help you to do that Okay, this next article comes from the Specky Boy website and it's entitled What WordPress 5.0 Taught Me About Stress. And like a lot of the people listening to this, this, this is uh, Eric, I'm going to say Karkovac. I hope I pronounced that correctly. He's written an article here and he's obviously a developer and a website builder. And essentially he got very stressed out with the build-up to 5.0, largely because he was unable to communicate with his clients exactly what was going to happen. And then, you know, they would come back and say, well, what's going on with the new editor? And he was, I'm not entirely sure. I don't really know. And it kept him awake. And so he's thinking maybe in the future uh, there ought to be some sort of process where our voices can be heard and the information about new, very important updates perhaps ought to be communicated a little bit more thoughtfully. I can't see anything wrong with this line of processing. I don't know how that would be achieved with an audience as wide as WordPress. But nevertheless, if, if you're like me, there was probably a little bit of anxiety when you finally woke up on the morning of WordPress 5.0. Um, and it was nice to read that it wasn't just me having this stress. There was lots of people having it apart from me. Okay, this next one is on the WP Tavern website and it's entitled WordPress Plugin Directory now features a curated section for block-enabled plugins. And so, if you now go over to the WordPress repository, there, you, there is now kind of like a, a, 
we've obviously got the plugin directory, but now we've got the option for things to be tagged as block-enabled plugins. Um, good idea. I don't see why not. Apparently, at the time of writing, there were 94 blocks in, uh, in this section. If you are a plugin developer, you simply email that your plugin brings new functionality or brings a new block or enhances block functionality. You email the team um, who look after the repository and they will inspect it on a case by case basis. I can't see that going on forever. They'll have to automate this, I would have thought at some point. And if they believe that your, your plugin meets their criteria, they will add you. Now, the problem I suppose is that WordPress plugin developers only at the minute get five tags. So that would mean the removal of one of their current tags, which they might be unhappy to do. So who knows what the solution is. But if, if Gutenberg is going to be important, maybe the replacement of one of those tags will be useful um, as time goes on. There is talk, of course, of having um, a, a repository simply for kind of blocks. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how this will play out. Having two repositories, one for um, blocks and one for plugins, maybe that's a little bit complicated. Maybe we just need a, a, a complete refresh think about all of this. I don't know what the answer is going to be, but it strikes me that JS only blocks, having a repository just for that might muddy the waters a little bit. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this goes. But anyway, you can now, if you're a plugin developer, get your get your plugin tagged. So that's good. Okay, right, this next one is on the make.wordpress.org website. It's Gary Pendergast, and he's talking about updating the minimum version of PHP. Uh, it says, for the millions of sites already running on WordPress 5.0, 85% are using PHP 5.6 or above. Um, we've also recently observed that showing notifications to encourage users to upgrade their PHP version has been very effective. In the light of that, I'd like to propose that in April 2019, we bump the minimum PHP version to be required as 5.6. Sites that choose to remain at 5.5 or below will still receive security updates and possibly bug fixes, but would not be able to update to the latest major WordPress version until they upgraded to a supported version of PHP. Well, as you can imagine, this drew lots of very positive comments because, you know, having having to support the legacy of PHP is very much a problem for developers of plugins and so on. So this is widely applauded. I, I, I can't see why not. This seems like just a, a genuinely good idea. I know it's going to break backwards compatibility, but I think we have to look forward. Speaking of PHP, the next article over on the Kinsta website, I'm just really going to illustrate what this article is trying to do because I can't really explain in detail because basically it's a massive amount of data. The article is called The Definitive PHP 5.6, 7.0, 7.1, 7.2 and 7.3 Benchmark and they during the course of the year, they've benchmarked a whole bunch of web platforms. So, for example, they've been using Joomla, they've been using Drupal, they've been obviously using WordPress and Magento and all sorts of other things. And they've tested just about every configuration of every piece of software against 5.6, 7.1, 7.0, 7 7.2 and 7.3. As you might expect, 7.3 wins in just about every single setup. Oddly, there are a few instances where, for example, Magento, it appears that it runs faster on 7.1 than it does on 7.2. But anyway, peculiar, but there you go. But 
it's if you're into this, if you're into PHP and sweating all of that stuff, this is a very extremely long article highlighting in very technical terms how how PHP versions affect performance. But the takeaway is, as you might expect, the latest version of PHP 7.3 uh, is a is is the favourite. It wins on just about every single metric. This next one is from the WP Engine website. I, I assume it's a PR release because of the, the way that the date is written at the front and so on. But basically, it's to say that big commerce, the, the SaaS e-commerce platform, have joined forces with WP Engine to tightly integrate the big commerce system into, um, into the WP Engine platform. Um, obviously, if you're running uh, a website, big commerce is certainly worth looking at. We have problems at scale with things like WooCommerce, and I know that lots of people, rather than using WooCommerce for big sites, would encourage people to go over to SaaS platforms. Perhaps not. Anyway, the, the point is that WP Engine and Big Commerce have combined and they've got this full featured integration that combines the flexibility of WordPress with Big Commerce's uh, e-commerce engine. And so if you're uh, if you're building websites that have got e-commerce potential or capabilities or requirements and you're using WP Engine or are thinking about it, this this might be a a, a marriage made in heaven for you. Okay, a little while ago we had the controversy of Gutenberg coming along and the accessibility problems that it was causing. An awful lot of anxiety was going on about the fact that we simply weren't having the the accessibility um, issues resolved quickly enough. And so the guys over at WP Campus decided to set up their own kind of crowdfunded campaign for an audit to take place. And the figure that they reached was 30,000 US dollars. That was the target amount. Um, and Automatic had stepped away and said, look, we're not doing this. And that's why WP Campus decided to set it up. They've reached a third of that total. They've reached $10,000, which is amazing, frankly. Um, and Automatic have now said that they're going to fund the rest of it, which is remarkable. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's a shame it happened in this direction and it wasn't something that was done at the beginning. But perhaps the, the Automatic uh, line would be that, you know, we never said we wouldn't do it. We were just concentrating on other things. And now that those other things, a.k.a. Gutenberg, have come through and we can stop worrying about that, let's get on with the accessibility audit. So it would seem anyway that it's going to be paid for and roughly two thirds of it at this moment is going to be paid for by automatic. So hopefully what was once a problem has now been resolved and we can only we can only applaud that kind of behavior. Okay, if you've just attended WordCamp US and listened to Matt Mullenweg with his keynote speech, uh, you might be interested to know that next year, WordCamp US, that will be WordCamp US 2019, is going to be held in the city of St. Louis. And rather than being held in December, as it's traditionally been, it's actually going to be held uh, in early November. So that's the 1st to the 3rd in St. Louis, Missouri. Now, immediately, uh, parents amongst you will be freaking out because you'll be thinking, oh, no, Halloween, I want to go out trick-or-treating with my son or my daughter and so on. 
yes, certainly a problem. Um, if you're going to have to get on a plane, you might have to miss those festivities. And so one idea that's been mooted is why don't we make the Contributor Day the first day and have the, the main event on the, the following two days, therefore giving people a chance to, to travel on the day after Halloween, which seems like a, a sort of fairly sensible idea to me. Anyway, St. Louis is your, is your destination for next year. Okay, that's the WordPress news over. Let's move on to non-WordPressy things. This is absolutely fascinating, and it hadn't really occurred to me. Search Engine Journal have said that social media now surpasses newspapers as the primary source of news for most people. Turns out that television is still the primary way that people get their news, followed by news websites... 50% roughly for television, 33% for news websites. Radio comes in at number third, 26%. And social media has now eclipsed newspapers, social media to 20%, and print newspapers at 16%. So that's a fairly, you know, if you're in the print newspaper industry, that's a fairly damaging statistic, isn't it? But uh, certainly social media is on the rise, and traditional forms of news gathering are, are suffering as a result. Quite interesting. You're listening to a podcast, aren't you? And TechCrunch this week have announced that podcasting is going to get all sorts of interesting data um, possible to be sucked out of it in the same way that Google Analytics can can figure out, you know, the amount of people visiting your web page and how long they stayed on it and so on. Well, things like podcasts... been very very difficult to track that kind of data essentially you kind of know just how many people have downloaded the episode that's about it but npr announced something called rad which is going to give podcast owners the ability to to figure out how long people have listened have they got a quarter of the way through half of the way through you can tag the podcast episode i'm not quite sure how that's going to work presumably in the audio file itself you can sort of say, okay, this little bit um, was the ad, this little bit was the introduction, this little bit was uh, the the main event, the interview, if you like, and you can see how many people are, are interacting and all sorts of other data. We're not there yet. It's just an emergent technology being supported by lots of industry big players, but certainly, certainly from my perspective, very fascinating technology news, perhaps less interesting for you. This one might just be of interest to you, though, because we know that platforms like Squarespace and Wix and so on are upping their game and really taking taking a slice out of WordPress market share. Actually, that's not true, is it? Anyway, the point is they're getting tremendous traction, these platforms. And Wix has just announced something which is going to bundle a whole load of other products for support, sales and marketing into their suite. It's a bolt-on, so you have to pay extra for it, something between $10 and $50 a month. But it's called a send, and the idea is that it, it adds a whole heap of other things in. So for example, you'd be able to do um, you'd be able to like track your customers and you'd be able to do email marketing campaigns. The list is pretty extensive. I think there are 20 parts to the in the product, for example, chat, membership, like I said, email marketing, search engine optimization and so on. So you know it's just another thing for people like you and me, WordPress business consultants and developers to think about. So that's over on the TechCrunch website. Right, 
That's it. Thank you for listening to the WP Builds News. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was informative. If it was informative, please go and contact me in some way, the Facebook group or the contact form on the website, and say, yes, I listen to these, because it's nice to hear that stuff back. Occasionally somebody says, I really like the news, and I'm always very, very pleased to hear it. Forward slash subscribe for that. Forward slash advertise if you'd like to put an advert in, in things like this. And forward slash contribute if you would like to come on and tell us all about your fabulous idea. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it each and every week. And I'll see you for the main podcast on Thursday. Bye bye.